We have Larry Shover joining us, the Chief Investment Officer at D. Alexander Capital, helping us talk financials this morning. Larry, welcome. The focus this morning has been yes. on Black Friday, the consumer. We've been talking about retailers for that matter. Talk to us a little bit about what you see as far as the pace of consumption into the end of the year and this higher uh, rate environment, high inflation uh, scenario that's playing out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting this year with the consumption patterns, retail sales, and the numbers that we have next week to show the same, although they're latent. The bottom line is we have uh, a lot uh, with regards to the S&P 500 and other indexes trying to establish a base here. Stocks are only down, what, 14% year-to-date in the S&P 500. So um, the season coming up with, with uh, consumption, with the holidays coming, it's going to matter a lot with the base going forward in 2023. Yeah, I think it was uh, Cleveland uh, uh, Fed, uh, Loretta Mester, who was actually saying, I think it was last week, she said, to slow inflation, we have to reduce consumption and encourage uh, saving. Yeah, and... It, who knows if that's going to happen? And we have to remember not all Fed uh, presidents are aligned in, in her thinking, but um, it does make sense. And I think that's why the numbers coming up between now and the end of the year, or at least between now and the retail sales and Fed comments, et cetera, matter a whole lot. Yeah, maybe not wholly in line with her thinking, but it does seem like uh, yeah. most of the Fed uh, talk that we've heard as of recent, at least, is suggestive of a, a slower pace to come 50 basis points expected in December. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I personally am in that 50 basis point uh, camp. But the fact is, um, on the 13th, we have a CPI number, and that could be a, you know, a game changer. Mm -hmm. Of course, if, you know, if core CPI doesn't behave and it's not in that plus 02, plus 04 range, it could change uh, the 50 basis point mm -hmm. mantra mm -hmm. on the very next day. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Uh, uh, one yeah. could argue. So that is going to be a very closely watched number, to say the least. We're expecting some volatility one way or the other. Excuse me, talk to me a little bit, Larry, about uh, yield curves, the inversion that we're seeing. It looked to me like around 75 basis points still for the 210. What's that telling us? Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's telling us a whole lot right now. And I think, yeah, I think at one point we saw it at negative 77. Uh, what I personally think is, you know, that's one of the trades I got right. One of the trades I got right th this year. But, um, Getting going more inverted or flatter from here, it's just going to be harder to do. And, and the reason being is that so much of the Fed hawkishness is already baked into the market. Terminal rate between four and three quarters and five and a quarter, that's baked in as well. So I still think we'll see negative 100 um, in the next month or so. But I think it's going to be a lot harder to achieve. And I do think we'll see you know, the, the trade of next year, as I've said before, is getting on that bear steepener as inversion relaxes. Uh, Larry, is this an indication that traders, investors are starting to feel like inflation is a bit more entrenched than we'd uh, hope that it was? You know, it could be, but I'm not convinced. And I think if we if we continue to see flattening, getting more inverted, as it were, you know, we can say that people are just grabbing duration, buying the, mm -hmm. you know, the, the you know, the longer end of the curve to, to, yeah, to make it more inverted. But at this point, no, I think it's just baked in uh, the hawkishness and the steadfastness uh, that the Fed has right now to, you know, uh, continue to raise the terminal. Larry, anything stand out in terms of the Fed minutes on uh, Wednesday? No, you know, that's, I think uh, 
what did what stood out to me was that nothing stood out. Okay. It's like, I think it's <laughs> for the first time. I, I don't know what to say. It's like yeah. it's like everything's been said, and the market you know the market volatility relaxed, even though liquidity was pretty low. I was kind of surprised, but it's gonna be interesting because we're getting we're coming up to the the silence period. I think it's the end of next week or uh, coming up soon. So um, it was it'll be fascinating to see what happens next week. Yeah, you know, I, I was looking at the S&Ps, which are holding near this 40-50 level, but still unable to take out the highs from last week that we saw up around that 40-51 area. Talk to us right. a little bit about this upcoming meeting, Larry. And while the U.S. dollar has weakened uh, some considerably off the highs that we saw earlier this year, this fall around uh, 114, 115, and um, probably a reflection of uh, investors, traders, as we head into the meeting, the expectations that we'll see a slower pace coming. You know, I think so. And, you know, recall last week we were talking about, I think that, you know, the dollar is kind of peaking. We're going to see okay. jagged, jagged, jagged um, tops as opposed to falling off the map. Is that you know, we need to have another currency to take the lead. And what currency is that going to be? But we do have to remember that the Fed is not completely aligned. Tail risks to the European outlook in Japan and China as well are less skewed to the downside. The big elephant in the room with regards to the dollar right now, especially against the euro, would be the gas shortage in Europe and, and the inflation situation there compared to here. So mm -hmm. that could keep the dollar pumped up. Otherwise, we just need to see somebody else take the lead, and I have no clue who that's going to be. Well, I'm looking here at the U.S. dollar, and the one thing that really stood out to me is we've been holding above the August lows here. But if we could just pull this chart again real quick, I want to point out how the euro currency, uh, it's taken out the August highs. So oftentimes, uh, you know, when I see this, that, that divergence, well, you can look again to some of the other currencies, but uh, uh, the dollar should be watched here. Again, uh, either one's gotten a little bit ahead of itself, I feel like, the euro to the upside too much so, or the dollar uh, too much to the downside as of recent. Let's talk uh, a little bit about uh, what's going on as far as uh, uh, next week here, Larry, because we've got the job support coming our way. We've got uh, some economic data, some of the dust settles from the holiday shortened week. Talk to us about a couple focal points. Yeah, well, let's look at Wednesday, quarter three GDP, PCE, wholesale inventories, not to mention Beige Book and Powell. That's a big, big uh, day there. Um, and then that's followed with uh, October's uh, core PC numbers, personal income spending. And Friday, we have non-farm payroll. So it's like a lot going on, but it's not going to start happening until Wednesday. But okay. a lot. And yeah. Uh, that, that'll give us something to watch. Larry, I wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, I'm not sure if you were following the story. I mean, I know you're following the Bitcoin uh, story over the last couple of weeks after X, FTX, but now we're hearing about Binance trying to set up this $1 billion uh, fund ultimately to help buffer or uh, reassure against uh, some potential losses in the future. Yeah, I mean, um, it's up for grabs. Yeah, I've read a lot about it actually over the holiday and such, and I'm going to be really fascinating to see um, what, turns out, but I do believe the market um, is a little bit relieved to hear that. Mm -hmm. I think the losses may be a lot bigger than some people expect, and the tail risks are much bigger than some people expect. All right, Larry, appreciate you joining us here. We'll keep an eye on Bitcoin. We'll keep an eye on these currencies as well. Rates and some of the data due out next week that you pointed to, always appreciate it. Thanks for Thank taking you. part of your Friday to be with us here on the network. Larry Shover, the Chief Investment Officer at D. Alexander Capital. Now